Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to another episode of BU with Declan Edwards. Now, this week on the podcast and on the episode, we have the amazing Blake Worrell Thompson, who I actually only met with a couple of weeks ago and instantly we connected. So Blake is a former fitness trainer and expert in the fitness industry who ran his own gym, worked in the industry for 14 years before making the decision to change more into coaching, personal development, mindset, and understanding human behavior and how to help people really thrive. And now you're probably hearing similarities already. His story really mirrors a lot of the shifts that I went through. So I'm very excited to sit down with him. We've actually just finished up the interview. We're recording this uh, intro section after the interview today. And let me promise you, you are in for such a good episode ahead. So the knowledge that Blake shares, the conversations him and I have, and the topics that we bring up are so, so valuable, but also so easy to understand, take action on, and implement. I implore you that if this is the only podcast episode you listen to for the next week, like this is the one to listen to. It is so powerful. And with that said, I'm not going to make you guys wait any longer. We're going to get Blake straight on. We're going to go straight into the episode and let's do it. Okay, so Blake, thank you once again for coming into the studio today and uh, spending some time not only with myself but with our whole audience as well. I'm really excited to get into this because when we met last week, it was quite funny. I actually went away and called Jordan, our CEO at BU and my co-founder. I said, man, I met this guy called Blake. He's just moved to Newcastle and his vision and his values and what he believes in and the shift he's making in his own life is such a reflection of a change that I went through. And there's so many similarities. And I just think it's going to be really cool to dive into that mm. and to really explore that and, and see why that, because I know it's not just us who've gone through that shift, like why that shift happens. Yep. So before we jump into that, though, I'd love for you to have a chance to introduce yourself to all of our listeners and our audience and, and share a bit of your story and especially the, the shift you are making at the moment and over the last, what, it's been a year or two mm. sort of exploring that. Yeah. Tell us more about that. Well, yeah, so for prior to the shift, um, I've done personal training for 14 years um, and did it straight out of school, which I think I was pretty fortunate to find my thing. Yeah. You know, I've got a lot of mates still in our 30s who don't know what they want to do. Um, and, you know, I was lucky that for... Probably 13 years, it really served me. Mm. Um, you know, I did enjoy getting out of bed at 4.30 in the morning. And I did enjoy kind of running my own business and, you know, the pros and cons that come with that. And then the last 12 months, it really started to feel different. Mm. And um, that, I think naturally me evolving as a human meant that my role within the gym didn't fulfill me enough anymore. Yeah. You know, getting people fit, having their body composition change, all that great, but it just didn't pull at me anymore. Mm. And I started to, you know, being a personal development kind of or having a strong interest in that space, yep. um, started to evolve a fair bit and quicker and quicker to the point where the last 12 months of my personal training business just didn't serve me at all. And I studied NLP and then that kind of opened my eyes to this new world. Um, and yeah, from oh, I think it was September last year, shut down my fitness business in Sydney, which 
most people thought I was mad. Yep. <laughs> um, and to a certain degree, until I came um, to the conclusion for myself, I thought it was a mad idea. You know, it was kind of running well, and at one point it was really the kind of go-to program in Sydney. And, yeah, just shut it down, didn't try to sell it, didn't try to kind of do anything with it, just was like, this doesn't serve me anymore, I'm shutting the doors. And everyone was like, maybe crazy, but do what feels right. Um, and then, yeah, spent kind of nine months in Melbourne processing um, a lot of stuff, what worked for me, what didn't, um, which is a beautiful skill in itself, having really been a very unconscious, unaware person who just had his head down trying to muscle his way to success, whatever that kind of looked like. Um, so I took kind of stock in Melbourne and then started to really um, – move into that kind of coaching space, which I was already doing a lot of naturally um, by default with the health and fitness mm. stuff, but just having now having some frameworks to really understand it and to run it a lot better and get a lot better results was a big win for me. So, yeah, it's nine months post the fitness business Yep, um, and not a single part of me regrets shutting that down. In fact, I went and did – Vipassana, 10-day solid meditation. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Straight after I shut the business. And I went there not with a huge intention, um, but not one single thought in that 10 days was like about my, you know, the business six weeks sexy or being in Sydney, not one single thought. Wow. Um, and that probably kind of reiterated what I already knew that it was time to shut that. I mean, that's a bit of a sign, right? If you're yeah. in all external distractions yeah. and you just go internal and listen to what that gut instinct is saying and none of it's about the previous path you were on. Yeah. I mean, that must be, in a way, reassuring. Yeah. I imagine in another way, it's like, okay, cool, so we're not doing that path. What the hell is this new path? Yeah. And I know when we caught up, you were said, uh, which I want to touch on you, we said, you said, in the past, I, I love that saying, muscle my way to success, yeah. right? And so there's so much focus these days on that very masculine approach to personal development. It's like you have to have goals. You have to know exactly where you're going, which is all well and good to a degree. And I think it's really interesting that you're now going, well, I'm actually leaning into this other side of surrendering and going, what will be, will be, and just taking opportunities as they arise and creating opportunities as well. Tell us more about that because that's a really cool shift to see. Yeah, well, for... The majority of my life, like I said, I kind of muscled my way through, but in a very unconscious way. So it's head down, like blinkers, totally on and not taking, um, you know, if we're going to call it messages from the universe yes. or, or listening to people. And in a number of ways it serves you because you don't get distracted and you don't hear other people's judgment and other people's um, self-doubt kind of they project onto you. And in a number of ways it doesn't serve me. So the integration of like still being on when I need yeah. to be on, but also surrendering and, and learning to receive and being open and, and, you know, taking each day as it comes. You know, for me, when I started fitness, I was like, I didn't think there was anything else. It was always going to be my thing. And even when I spoke to you and I caught up with a guy yesterday who's just started a business called Real Dad's Movement, I said, mate, look, I, I know what the next six months looks like. But I'm also kind of being open to the fact mm. that my mindset work may go down different paths over the next 5, 10, 15, 20 years. And I don't want to kind of pigeonhole myself into it has to look like this because then I'll fall into the same trap of what I spent the last 13 years doing. Um, and it's nice to let go and just 
be more conscious of everything that's going on around you and pick up the little hints and pick up the little signs and kind of feel into your body and, and let that be more of a um, navigation tool than just that head down kind of must get from A to B um, and it must look this way. So letting go of that mm. has been a big transition. Yeah, and I imagine if uh, you know it's letting go of that side, it's also then exploring the other side of going more intuitive, like intuitive, uh, intuitive listening to yourself and uh, reflection. I know you said it was a huge part of like, I mean, talk about reflection 10 days of fasting straight after a big change. Like you can't really reflect more than that. Uh, I love the the concept of, you know, we're, we're human beings, not human doings. Mm. And we do tend to get stuck in either a human doing world, which is the head down, go, 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 action, action, action. In which case we need a little bit of reflection, balance it out. Or a lot of people get stuck in human thinking which is just reflection, just introspection, and they don't actually do anything with it, right? Yeah. I think it's always this yo-yo between, I call it the CEO and the monk. Yeah. Right? How do we balance the two of them? If we're too CEO, we're too action. If we're too monk, we're too just reflective. It's really cool to see you going, okay, for 13 years, I've been very that CEO action side and then moving into that other side and starting to balance it out. I imagine in that and in that shift, Talk to me about the last couple of, it's funny, you mentioned you were in the industry for 14 years and 13 mm. of them served you. That's a very interesting statement. Talk to me about that last year. You said it felt different. In what way? It just, I mean, I mean for a lot of people, and you would have experienced this as well, a lot of people think it's bullshit that you wake up excited. But for me, for, you know, I was so lucky for 13 years to experience that feeling and, and people who have never experienced like, mate, you know, you've just been positive. Yeah. Carry on. Yeah. But legit for 13 years, I woke up kind of excited. It didn't, it didn't matter if it was Monday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You know, every day was kind of up and about and excited. And then it just, it just, it was like a part of me just, that part of me just died and fell away. And it Did was, that happen suddenly or do you think there was a transition there? There like, was probably a subtle okay. dying. Um, and I think the thing with, you know, I might have said this to you the other day, is... In our industry or the fitness industry, you can't hide. Yeah. So, you know, I said to a mate when I when I realized, had this realization that I just, that part of me is dead, I was like, surely a lot of people spend their lives just going through the motions. And he's like, yeah, but they can get away with it because they're in front of a computer screen. People yeah. are reading straight through you. You know, you've seen 30 to 100 people each day. And especially those that have known you previously and when you were up and about you're on. They feel it, right? They like feel yeah. they feel the difference. And it was that moment where I was like, yeah, I can't I can't hide from the fact that it just doesn't float my boat the way it used to. Because then it's not just serving you, it's it's now no yeah. longer serving them, right? Yeah. It becomes that yeah. that's friends. Yeah. yeah. And it's not good for you know, it's not only good not good for my clientele, it's not good for anyone who crosses paths with me. Yeah. I, you know, David Data's work, he talks a lot about if a bloke isn't living his passion, purpose, and mission, he's he's no good to his wife, to his kids, to his family, to anyone else. Uh, is that ripple effect? Yeah. I know it's what we talk about a lot at BU is uh, positively impact a trillion lives with a ripple that starts with self. Yeah. You've got to start with self, but then it's your duty to spread a ripple. Yeah. I know one of my first coaches, Seb, has a great one, uh, the oxygen mask, secure yeah. your mask before helping yeah. others. It's, but look at that sentence, it's secure yours first, but don't, then don't just sit back and have a martini, yeah. right? Like yeah. you still help others. So I love the idea of like, yeah, you have to go, this isn't working for me, yeah. which means over time and by ripple, it's not working for anyone else either. Spot on. And it's it's a selfish, unselfish thing. Yeah. In terms of like, 
we were brought up not to be selfish. Yes. And a lot of people were. It's like, okay, don't, you know, it's almost like in our head, it's like, nah, don't fill your own cup, put it out to there. It's like, mate, well, actually that's selfish because yeah. you're giving from, you're not giving from the right place. Fill your cup, make sure it's completely full. And use the overflow. And use the overflow to kind of put out to the masses. So, um, yeah, it's, that's been a really big focus of mine over the last nine to 10 months of making sure my own cup's filling and filling. Yes. And also that part of like doing and being. Yeah. Um, and the doing and the thinking and the being and the feeling. That yeah, yeah. of those two where I was very from the shoulders up yes. all of my life. <laughs> where I just didn't, I really didn't feel much. Yeah. Um, and that's been a process of, again, trying to get back in touch with your body. And, you know, I've worked with um, a number of people in that space and they talk about embodiment. And for the first year, I was like, what the hell is this? <laughs> you're trying to get in your body and like, it's like, you know, you've got females going, oh, so how do you feel? It's like, well, I don't know. This is a new feeling. Yeah. I don't know what the right word to describe it. You kind of feel like you're going back to preschool in terms of learning that language of feeling yes. again. Yep. Um, and then interacting and bringing those two things in together and knowing when to kind of push and pull and, and hold and be um, is a ever-growing, delicate balance, I think. Definitely. And it is an ever-growing journey as well, right? Like yeah. even the idea of, um, personal growth, personal development, whatever you want to call it, getting in touch with ourselves. It's not a one-stop done. It's amazing how many people with internal skills, so things like emotional intelligence, confidence, communication, it's like, I should be able to get this and then just be done with it. Or they go, I should get this naturally because it just seems like a skill we should have naturally. But then you go, okay, if you did one lesson in German, are you going to be fluent in German? Mm. Like, No. Okay, if you did German for 10 years and got fluent and then you never looked at German again, do you think your skill is going to drop? Yes, so maybe it's the same with these internal skills and let alone the fact that we change, right? Yeah. Like the person you are now compared to who you were four years ago, remarkably different, man, mm. to get in touch with and to know your strengths and weaknesses. And same with myself and, and for all of our mm. listeners as well, it's that ever-growing reflection, change, pivot, you know, and, and move forward. What's really helped you go through that, that especially that, initial shift into that space but then keep it going because it's one thing to go right now i'm going to make this change i'm going to look after my personal development i'm going to you know, really grow and then fall off the bandwagon yeah. right what's kept you going um ironically probably less personal development and more yeah. integration so oh, nice. for me um personal development was my everything. Yeah, was gotcha. I was feeling hopeless, helpless, bored, lonely, isolated. Instead of connecting with people, it was yeah. always like my go-to. It's like my safety blanket. So, so you had tons of theoretical knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. Which is great, but it becomes this shiny object syndrome of jump from this course to this course to that coach and do this. Yeah. There's no actual integration. Read a thousand books, do nothing with do any nothing. of them. <laughs> and it's not, you know, this was a big thing for me because it mm. wasn't like a lack of, motivation to yeah. implement. It was just, oh, I, I like that. There's always a better idea yeah. or a better strategy. Yeah. Right? So ironically, over the last probably 18 months, I've done, you know, I did a course last January and I did for Pastor in October. I haven't done anything and that's almost 18 months. Yeah, I obviously read books and everything, but it's not to the level that it once was. Yeah. And there's a lot more integration. To be honest, as, as you'd be aware, the integration bit isn't fun and it's not exciting. <laughs> it's really actually pretty boring. Yeah. Um, and painful in a lot of painful. cases. <laughs> yeah, totally. So that's, you can understand why people jump from one thing to another and there's no actual integration. Yeah, you're kind of moving forward, 
But unfortunately, or fortunately, depending how you look at it, the magic lies in the integration. So yeah. for me, when I did NLP at that point in time, it was very much that unconscious warrior of like head down, muscle your way through. Yeah. And like slim to kneel self-awareness. Yeah. So my big thing over the last 18 months, and for passing was amazing for that, but I was already kind of in the process, is observing self on just yeah. Deeper and deeper and deeper levels, journaling, letting that subconscious kind of float to the surface, analyzing and looking at thoughts, feelings, behaviors, patterns, things yeah. like that, um, and working out where it's serving me and where it's not. Yeah. And it's really a case, unfortunately, for 12, 13 years, it's like, oh, I'm going to be the Tony Robbins, I'm going to be this person, yeah. that person. And you're trying to create this person. Yeah. And over the last 18 months, it's been like, okay, get, get that off, get that off, and let's try to get back to the kind of truest version of me. Yeah. Um, and that's, I mean, that's what we should all be doing. It's and, our greatest superpower, right? Yeah. Is, is that we are ourselves. Yeah. And understanding, like, I, I get so excited about it because when you create the level of self-awareness and then you have the tools to know okay that's not serving me or there's a trigger or a trauma or something that's not serving me how do i kind of move through that then you become the most powerful human because you have your own toolkit yep and you're like okay i can see that i'm self-sabotaging here this is how i'm going to kind of work through this and you just become like mastering self there's nothing more empowering and powerful i reckon than, than that skill so um, ironically, I've gone kind of right back to going, okay, push all the courses aside. Yeah, absolutely. There's learnings there. Yeah. But without the integration or the self-reflection or the increased self-awareness, you're probably not going to get the traction that you really want to get. I know at everything that we run, we say uh, knowledge alone is worthless because we've all been told knowledge is power. Yes. No, it's potential power. Yeah. Right? It gives you an opportunity, an open door to do something. But if you don't do it, the door closes. I love the idea of um, what does Jordan say? Jordan says to our team all the time that um, collection of knowledge is the most socially acceptable form of procrastination. Yeah. Is like it because it, it seems like you're doing something. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> to the external world, everyone's like, wow, you're learning so much. Go you. And you're like, I'm doing nothing with yeah. it. Um, so, yeah, it is very powerful to step into that. You mentioned a lot the idea of this is or isn't serving me. Yeah. How do you tell the difference? For you? Uh, a number of ways. I kind of look at the results in my life. Mm. Um, and we are our greatest storytellers. We can like we can justify anything. We can say, you know, we can tell ourselves any kind of story and buy into it. So it's really got to a stage now where I question everything. And it's not a case of me sitting in the dark corner like questioning <laughs> everything. It's like oh, going God. a little neurotic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but it is a case of like questioning my beliefs. And it's I feel like it's the most powerful tool because the, the general pop just believe their beliefs. Whereas I'm like, okay, is that serving me? Is there a better way to think? Is there a better way to act? Is there a better way to be? Is there a better way to be you? And questioning those beliefs, then you start to break through the layers and layers and layers of it. And... It probably started in my previous relationship um, who was very much a kind of empath and, and actually quite kind of 
emotionally intelligent. I was still with this very like unconscious masculine, nah, don't worry, you don't know anything and just try yeah. to barge my way through with ego and everything else that plays a role. Um, and that in conjunction with noticing areas of my business and my finances that weren't working for me, I was like, it was kind of that moment where I was like, okay, motivation alone isn't working for me. It's like I've got I've got as much motivation, willpower, and I'll kind of unconsciously barge my way through, but these things aren't alone. These things alone aren't working for me, and I need some other tools. And when I started doing NLP and I started to see, whoa, like I can question my beliefs. They're not actually truth. They're yeah. somewhere. They've been created somewhere along this timeline or um, – you know, everyone's got a different view of the world and I've got to stop kind of thinking that my filters and my view of the world is the only way. You just start to open up to everything. And for me, the like, the big question is always why. There's no judgment, there's interest, there's curiosity and there's why. It's like, okay, you know, while the, the, the vast majority make judgment on why someone's doing selfies or why they um, are spending half a million dollars doing this instead of, like, I'm always interested in, you know, where was that pattern created? Where was that belief created why are they doing it no no judgment it's just interest curiosity the why but i want to highlight that especially because it's the same word but the intention is so different as you said like a lot of people go well why are they taking selfies why are they putting money in this why are they yeah. taking this traditional path but it's, it's a why with judgment yeah whereas yeah. the why with curiosity man it's a, it seems like such a small shift but the the intention behind it does make such a fundamental difference never thought in the answers that. you get yeah right Totally. I've never thought of it like that, but you, you're right. There's, this, there's the same question mark Yeah. as to, I mean, not that we should be worried about what anyone's doing anyway. <laughs> I should say their own lane a little bit more. But it's the same question mark with two very different, they come from different places. Because like we can that. do it to ourselves, right? Oh, like, yeah. why am I not going to the gym? And it's yeah. a very judgmental, like, of course the answer you're going to get back to that are because you're fucking lazy, because yeah. you don't care, because you failed every other time. But it's like, okay, why am I not going to do yeah. like, What's there's some reason behind this. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, because you're actually not enjoying it. Like, find the type that you, you the answers we get. Totally. Man, I think that's such a tangible tool. And I think that's what's lacking a lot in, in personal development and self-growth. I want to loop back and ask because I've been sort of keeping notes in my head on what your toolkit is. Can you mention the toolkit? And it seems like there was always some missing. Yeah. Right? And so far, the three I picked up on that seem to have to go together is self-awareness or self-mastery personal development and the actual tools and strategies and, and concepts and learning and motivation or implementation. And it seems like if one of those three things is gone, it's, it's, and even throughout your story, I'm listening going, okay, so at that stage in his life, that part was missing. Then at this stage, this part was missing. And then when all three came together, it was quite a, quite a change. Yeah. It was like, it was profound. I, you're very good at kind of listening as NLP as, Tend to be right. Nilpers. There was a lot of, um, for most of my life, there was a lot of doing. Yeah. And I, to a certain degree, I kind of pride myself on it. You know, the masculine part of me prides myself on doing. Um, and even when you're looking at archetypes, it's very much the warrior and there was no kind of king, there was no real lover. Like, in terms of the feeling part of me, like so many other blokes, it was kind of shut down. Yeah. And like I said earlier, it's a, it's a whole new language when you're trying to bring it back up and out. Um, it can take a while. So it is it is very much that triangle and, and trying to balance those three um, is important. I don't want to kind of take away from the fact that doing is still a very strong component. It just doesn't play the lone um, 
avenue that it, that it once did. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm not the only person to fall into that category of just being like, right, of course, I'm going to win here. Yeah. Because everyone tells you it's like motivation, it's willpower, just it's hustle, like, hustle. yeah. Right. Kills me. So, well, the grind is another yeah, one that always gets like, yeah, a it's grind to get. Yeah. You know, like it's, it is. It's still in this <laughs> societies and social conditioning where, like, yeah, mate, you look exhausted. Like, that's Go you. <laughs> what is wrong with that? It's terrible. So, um, and even for me, like, and I'm sure you're down this path as well, is when people come to me, it's like they think that they don't have enough motivation or willpower or there's a level of procrastination i'm like on the surface level yeah 100 yeah but you're not going but behind that that, there's so much more so much it's like i know what we do a lot of people is uh they're like i want a different result so i have to change the behavior like how's that been going for you yeah (laughs) because you're fighting yourself yeah and you'll get yo-yo change like what's driving the behavior like that's what i'm curious about what's behind that it's normally a feeling yeah it's like yeah but what's driving the feeling like that's the keep going deeper and deeper and deeper yeah um and for me, yeah. that's a big, a big part of like, you know, we spoke about it, the force. Mm. It's force versus flow. Yep. You know, and, and flow can get lost very much in um, gen pop of like flow. Oh, that must be in your environment, Bay, and you're kind of just <laughs> <laughs> And maybe those guys need a bit more doing masculine, potentially. <laughs> but the force as well, and I've been that person, it's exhausting where you force your way true mm. but because you haven't got the root cause or you don't understand yourself you just loop so it's like you know if you look at um nutrition or, or diets for an example people force their way through, through the three to five kilos come back oh, that's not, that's not good. that doesn't work for me but oh here's another one you know and three to five times a year or something like that the average it's like mate it's not working for you and <laughs> it doesn't mean that you haven't got enough motivation or you procrastinate too much or willpower and there might be elements of that that need to kind of need to build some resilience. But there's probably a loop in there that you need to understand on a deeper level to work with that in order to move through that kind of block or that loop that you've created yourself. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. I think there's so much value that we've already spoken about in, in this meeting and in this interview for everyone to get and there's so many little gems I'm just thinking back to it now like yeah like just integrating those things you know the monthly CEO learning to like go and surrender there's yeah. so much that people can gain from this and I'm I'm wondering I do this to every guest we have on the show because again if we link back to knowledge alone is worthless this is current knowledge acquisition yeah. everyone listening is like yeah give me more knowledge yeah. this is great what do they do with this? So if you could say to everyone listening, like just start with these three baby steps. Yeah. What would the three baby steps be? First one would be journaling. Yeah. The, the, the power in journaling is so heavily underestimated in terms of understanding, like understanding yourself, letting that subconscious kind of rise up and hear the voices. The second would be, be the observer because we have this unconscious, like 95% of what we do every day is already pre-programmed. And while it serves us in a number of ways, because if we had to consciously do everything, doing up your shoes, driving, all that stuff. Oh, you'd be, burn out. You'd, you'd burn be done. <laughs> but 95% of it's pre-programmed, which is great in the ways that it serves us and it's not in the ways that it doesn't. So be the observer of like, okay, I keep doing this and it's not working for me. And I, I really do think, Simple question of, is this working for me, is actually so powerful. Like, 
is this working for me? Well, I want to have financial success, but my bank balance isn't really doing that well. And while I'm all about being positive and I'm going to kind of keep motivated, keep positive, it's not working for me. Mm. So I kind of look into that. And the third thing would be get clear on where you want to go. Mm. Because, you know, it's, it's, it's actually the first question I ask any clients. Like, oh, so what do you want? They're like, well, I don't want this. And you and I know that while you talk about what you don't want, you're going to create more of that. So mm. get super clear on what you want. And that can be a, like, that can be a pretty solid process in itself of like, okay, I don't know and I'm just going to kind of keep digging and digging and digging and digging until I find it. Because we as um, youngsters had resilience. You know, mm. like if we didn't walk the first time. Mm. We didn't just give up. <laughs> we, we didn't give up. We'd all be crawling around on the ground yeah. still in, in our 30s and 40s. We had it. Now it's like a case of, oh, if I don't get this straight away, I'm going to kind of sweep it under the rug or I'm going to you know, pivot and go this way. So those are three things that I think are pretty kind of key. I love that, mate. That's so powerful. It's doing something that people can do. And for people who have listened and want to reach out and connect with you more and be part of your journey and, and follow that, how would they best do that? How do they get in contact with you? I think social media is probably the best yep. way. Um, my name on social media, Blackroll Thompson, and then obviously my website as well, blackrollthompson.com. But I'm a big believer um, in making sure something resonates or yes. someone resonates properly. So I'm yes. not, I don't believe in kind of, and it's because I've done it so many times myself. I'm like, oh, they said, great, jump in. Yeah. And you spend $5,000 on a course and you don't resonate and you're not ready for it. So I'm a big believer in kind of just sitting pretty, making sure the content feels right and when you feel that calling, I love that. step into yeah. it. Don't, don't just run and jump into the next thing because I love that. I've made that mistake and, you know, I would like all that money back of those decisions. <laughs> yeah. uh, I was like, yes, take my money. And yeah. it just didn't kind of work out for me. So, yeah, absolutely kind of connect, but just kind of sit with it, see if Do it with the right, right intention. you um, yeah. make any kind of call or action from there i love it mate thank you once again for coming in today and uh, volunteering your time and sharing your story and your knowledge it's been really powerful and i really appreciate it thanks for having me what an incredible episode with blake as i said so much value in what he shares and so many similarities like this guy really does share a common vision and perspective as myself and the BU team and the BU movement and community that we've built. I highly encourage you to reach out to him but also more importantly to take action on what you learned from this and as always if you loved the episode if you got a lot out of it and if it contributed value to your life in some way it does mean a lot to us that you review the episode. Make sure you give the podcast five stars. Make sure you write us a review. It helps us change more lives. And if you do want to take the next step and really begin implementing what you're learning and really drive yourself forward, don't forget to check out our free online course, The Five Steps to Meaningful Change. We will actually take you through the five steps that have to happen in order to not only learn these tools and techniques that you gain from the podcast and from interviews like we have with Blake today, but also put them into action and achieve long-term, sustainable, and meaningful change in your life. The link is in the show notes, so make sure you click it. It's a free course for you to enroll in. You can really take that next step in your own personal development and emotional intelligence. And don't forget as well to reach out and join our Facebook community. If you search for the BU community on Facebook, you can connect with other listeners of of the podcast, other attendees to our live events, as well as some of of our uh, coaching members and graduates. We really are building this connected community around helping people reconnect with themselves 
and spread that ripple effect that starts with self. So until the next time you and I talk, be empowered, be exceptional, and be you.